Butterworth, we've got you covered on 97.6 FM. Feel good music. Oh, that time I love butter. Yeah, I love butter. Yo. Everything tastes better with butter. Let me tell Yo, you. Butter with. How, do you have do you butter like, there? In do you like butter with or butter? Eh? Do you like butter with or butter? Butter. Uh, butter. Uh, butter. No, uh, butter. I'm going to leave you alone. I'm leaving uh, butter you alone. Butter and uh, butter. I've never heard of uber uh, butter. <laughs> kind of an uber is that. <laughs> they deliver butter. Anyway, so we now speak to the treatment action campaign about a report on the mistreatment of HIV patients in the Eastern Cape. This is the second edition of the Eastern Cape State of Health report by Richidze, which is a community-led monitoring system uh, developed by organizations representing people living with uh, uh, HIV. We now speak to Anele Yawa. Good afternoon to you, Anele. Afternoon to you, my brother, and the listeners at home. Good to have you on the show. So, Anele, firstly, why was there a need for a report uh, of this nature to be commissioned? Okay. One one will, 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 will remember that South Africa is the leading country in terms of people who are living with HIV. Mm. And also South Africa is the leading country with regards to people who are on antiretroviral treatment across the world. Mm. And in South Africa, there is what is called PEPFA, which is Presidential Emergency Plan for AIDS Relief, which is under the U.S. President. PEPFA is supporting South Africa's response to HIV. They have invested millions and millions of us. I think it's more than 700 million. And mm. their focus is in 27 districts of South Africa in, in eight provinces, except the North and Northern Cape. Mm. And they are working in more than 1,000 clinics. Mm. And in these clinics, there are a lot of resources that are injected to improve the quality of HIV and, and TB services including services that are meant for key populations. As these organizations, which you have mentioned, we felt that it is our duty as communities to monitor the quality of services that are promised to the people of South Africa, both under PEPFA and government, so that we can be able to assist government in advising them as to say where are the gaps, what needs to be done to ensure that uh, the program improving in terms of provision of services to people living with HIV in South Africa. That's why we have this report. This report is coming from five organizations of people living with HIV and those who are uh, affected by HIV who came together through what we call a community-led monitoring. That's how it came to existence. So, so, Anele... Take us through, you know, um, okay, before we go there, um, what do you do with the data collected from, from these reports? So uh, what we do, we are working at facility level, at the clinic level, at mm. the district level, at a provincial level, and at, at national level. Yes. So what we do, we collect a data from about 1,000 1, clinics mm. in South Africa. Mm. Then, when we, we, we interview patients, we interview pharmacists, we interview uh, uh, facility managers, and everybody who plays a role in the provision of the services. We talk to key populations, 
and public health can use that. And after gathering that data, we go back to the communities and say, these are our findings. What do you suggest on this? What do you suggest on this? And those become the recommendations that we present to facility managers. If a matter is above the pay grade of the facility manager, we raise those issues with the district chief director. If an issue is above the pay grade of the district chief director, we escalate it to the HOD of the province. Hmm. But also, after producing this report, before we release them, we make sure that we secure meetings with the HOD offers in a province as well as the MEC offers where we take the report to them at least few days before we make it public so that we explain into detail what is contained on this report and our findings in order for the department to be able to address because the issue should not be about how do they respond. It should be about how does the department commit in addressing all the gaps that have been identified through this report. Ah, so okay. this, this report I use as an advocacy, as an evidence-based advocacy, as a tool that you can present to politicians, to officials at every board, and say the reason we put a decline on HIV response in this particular community, it is because of these and these and these underlying issues that affect our community. So, so Anel, briefly take us through some of the, you know, the findings from, from this report. So, some of the findings on this report is around waiting time. We have seen in Eastern Cape mm. on this report previously, uh, and now that they have improved at least uh, in terms of patient waiting time yes. uh, in clinic. Mm. But also the other thing that we are finding out through this report, it is around the messy filing system and the missing files of patients. Mm. Also, the other thing which we find out from, on this report as a barrier is around transfer letters. If Uanele moves from this community to that community and Uanele now has to change a clinic, before that clinic provides any services to Uanele, Uanele must go mm. and set a transfer letter, which compromises the lives of the people. But mm. also the other issue is around the length of ARV refill. Uh, one of the things that makes our clinics to be congested and overcrowded is because most of the time, people with HIV and other chronic medications are forced to frequent their visits to, fa- to facilities. You are saying people must be given three to six months refill of their treatment so that they know to say they are not compelled to go to facilities on monthly basis. But also, those people living with HIV and who are stable on their treatment, you are saying government creates more external pickup points so that those people who are stable on their treatment are not compelled to go and collect their treatment in facilities. They can collect them in any available pickup point within our community. One of the things that comes out strongly in this report, and also it was a testimony of many public health users who were part of our meeting, which was held last week in East London. It is around the staff attitude, which includes stigma and discrimination against people living with HIV, key populations. When we're talking about key populations, mm. we're talking about men having sex with men, people who are using drugs, LGBTQI sex workers. Most of the time, 
people living with HIV, they find themselves being discriminated and at a number of occasions their status is being disclosed without their consent. So 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 Anele, this is the second edition report from the Eastern Cape. Are there any improvements in comparison to, to the first report? We can say there are improvements because mm. also this report does not only speak to the Eastern Cape Department of Health, it mm. also speaks to these agencies that are given money by PEPFA who go and implement work in, in the Eastern Cape. I can say there is an improvement in terms of the change of mind and the attitude of mind mm. because now I can tell you things. We are no longer having computers in order for our voices to be heard, but we've got a table around the discussion table. We've got a we've got a seat there, which in our view is an improvement. But also, as I indicated, that from the previous report to this one, we have seen improvement around uh, waiting time of patients. We have seen improvement around uh, the availability of medicine. But there are areas. Mm. where we strongly feel that, like for instance, around the issue of staff attitudes. Mm. We feel mm. that the department has the responsibility to embark on a program to sensitize healthcare workers, uh, to respect the constitutional right of all citizens, to respect the patient's right charter. And we know it that when patients are in clinics, they cannot shout or insult a patient. They must have a better way of welcoming back those people who have disengaged, so that if Anneli has defaulted on treatment, when Anneli goes back to the clinic, Anneli is not shouted. But also there are those people who are missing their appointment date, maybe with one day or two days. Many on, many people who reported, and on the report it is stated that if you miss your appointment, let's say you are supposed to go to come and collect your treatment today, and you don't have a taxi, say you come a few days after, as a sign of punishment, irrespective of what time you arrive at the clinic, but you will be made to go right at the back of the queue and you will be the last person to be served. And according to the department, this is not part of their standard operating procedures. And the question we are, we are posing is to say, what are the consequent management uh, steps that the department is taking around some of the health workers who are doing that for the patient? But also, I must emphasize that when we're talking about staff attitude, we are not saying all healthcare workers have the same attitude towards the patient. On this report, there are areas where you find out to say there is a, an improvement in terms of this. Lastly, it was also reported there that there is a clinic in Eastern Cape which is called Noha Clinic. It was reported there that, which is, which is around the area of Matajeva, that the community of Noha knows that on Friday, there are no services that are rendered in a clinic yet. The clinic is supposed to render services from Monday to Friday. So we brought these cases to the attention of the department in order for the department to be able to act. Because at the end, it's all about the improvement of the quality of services for people living with HIV and the general public of Sydney. Anele Yawa, General Secretary of the Treatment Action Campaign, thank you for chatting to us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Very, I love people who are passionate about their job. I mean... It comes from the soul. What he's saying is just... It's horrific imagine treatment. A, a, it's a, horrific treatment. Imagine employees going tolerated. on a holiday. On a Friday, they don't work. I mean... <laughs> so people don't get sick on Fridays. But also, how abusive are you to just now expose somebody's status... In a waiting room full of people. Are people, are people are, you know, Do you not know how to do your job?
you know what? It, it basically makes this whole ah. thing of uh, uh, Ubuntu to a mockery. You know? Do you know what I mean? We we never practice it. We make noise about it, but we don't. You know. Also, when we go to 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 a healthcare professional or a healthcare facility, we go in there to alleviate certain issues. Do you get what I mean? Mm. It's supposed to be a, a, a safe space. Why are we feeling abused in safe spaces, guys? Yeah. Why do you not know how to do your jobs? That's why we always talk about ah. leadership. And when you talk about nice. leadership, people always think about the president, the deputy. It starts there at that hospital. Who's the manager? Who's the boss? Uh, who are the bosses at these hospitals? You know, that the employees, the nurses uh, treat people this way. Mm. On Fridays, they don't work. This cannot Where's continue without consequence. It just cannot. It is horrible treatment. If it's a classic hit, yep, we play it on Radio 2000. 2000. Oh, we've got you covered on 99.1 FM. Feel good music.